0: Tatooine Sons, a Star Wars podcast is a proud member of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network the two-time winner of the fan-favorite podcast network from the Star Wars Podcast Awards to learn more, go to makingstarwars.net Welcome to Star Wars Fans Episode 74 of Tatooine Sons. A rumor thread on Reddit has accomplished something that no Star Wars property has ever done before. Unite Star Wars fans. That's what happens when you successfully dishonor Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Rey in one fell swoop. We'll share this theory and more as we discuss who we think Rey's parents are. Plus, JG Carls of Blue Saber Podcast will get our hot takes on the latest Star Wars news and rumors, and more. I got a bad feeling about this. It's time for Tatooine Sons. It's true. All What is the name of the porg on the Millennium Falcon? Well, the Force is strong in my family. What do you think his name is? (laughs) It's a big moment. I am a Jedi, like my father before me.
1: Maybe Turbis? Do or do not. There is no try.
0: Turbis? (laughs) Pablo, if you're listening to this live stream... That porg's name is now Turbis. It's a good Star
2: Wars name. We're not done yet.
0: These guys recorded. Some podcast called sons. Everybody listen. Welcome Star Wars fans, this is Tatooine Sons, your weekly look at all things Star Wars from the unique perspective of a father sharing his love for the amazing space fantasy saga with his two sons. I am BB Nate and I'm joined first by my brother Samuel the Hutt. A Chuto Star Wars fan, thanks for tuning in uh, and if you're not a Star Wars fan then you probably don't care whether Han is Ray's daddy or not.
2: Yeah, I care. Oh no I care too, but we're Star Wars fans, so Yeah, we're I really pilots. I care though. I have I have strong issues. Uh, strong I haven't really issues? expressed them. I have strong I have strong feelings about this. Uh, that doesn't and of course, you it's can't add Star
0: Wars without Bizarre Father figures, so on that note, here's my dad's that I got. Feels like I just did this three days ago. Yeah, I know. So what's up here? Now?
2: Yeah, well, so we're changing our recording schedule, so those of you that are watching on YouTube, I'll try to get the mic out of here, but I'm not going to move it, because if I move the mic, we end up having mic problems the rest of the night. Um, we've already had it once, so we're going to hope that we can get through the whole recording tonight without the mic issues. But anyway, um, yeah, so it's, we're recording on Tuesday nights, uh, and we're making that change on a permanent basis, so all of you guys watching on Facebook Live eventually, maybe uh, on Patreon, there are supporters. They're not. No, I didn't even announce it. to. I think the only one that knows is JG, Um, and that's because um, he helps us. Because he's on the us. show, and yeah. so we needed <laughs> to be on here. But um, Sam, you're going to be going to a college group at church mm-hmm. uh, on Thursday nights, and that's been our normal recording time. Right. So we've got some changes in our scheduling, so we might as well just go over those right now. Uh, we're going to be recording on Tuesday nights. The goal will be to get that recording up and on our Patreon page by Wednesdays for our Patreon supporters. So they get it now earlier than they've ever gotten it. Okay. Um, and not on the weekend. I think that's good for them. me uh, because, you know, I think that sometimes on the weekends it doesn't, it just kind of loses its momentum for mm-hmm. them and they don't actually get to listen to it till Monday. So they'll get it Wednesday and Thursday. And then the goal is to be releasing on Friday mornings, both on YouTube and on our regular, um, catchers, catchers, podcast services, speaker and all that to the public on Fridays. That way people can listen to it on Fridays. They can listen to it all time, all day during the weekend or whenever they want to over the weekend. Um, and that'll be good. And that'll be the goal going forward. And, um, if everything goes the way that we think it's going to in the next few months, uh, we're going to have some additional episodes, um, we'll be doing, um, rather than you guys know about those, right? We talked a little bit Mm -hmm. about that. So, uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, maybe Nate's like... Uh, Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. Yeah, so no, he. he did, I think he sort of, maybe, kind I think, of... I, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> let's just say this. Come November, there should be a couple of extra episodes a week. Uh, if maybe a little bit before um, as... If another TV show comes out, oh, uh, yeah, so we're going to try to keep this episode down to a, an hour. So that's going to be the case uh, going forward. And then we're going to be doing some other segments during the week for some of the other shows that come out. So we'll be talking about that going down in the future, maybe something a little bit more than that. So how was your guys this weekend? Um, crazy, insane, Um, no rest, I'm hurting. <laughs> yeah, well, t- okay, so explain why you're hurting, because you're like limping, you're like 13 years old, and you're walking around like you need a cane, you're an old man, and no, not a cane with a sword in it, Sam. No, or a gun, gun cane. A Hi, gun G. cane. Hey, what's up, JG? We'll talk to you guys in just a minute. All right, so, so explain why you're not feeling good. So we hurting. went uh, to this... Skating rink. It's, a skate it's an city. Skate city. It's a roller rink. Yeah,
0: and um, with a couple friends, and I fell just a few times, but none of them were really like that bad. Most of them, I saved them, like not hitting ground. But one time, it was last time I fell. I felt something pop in my leg, and it still hurts a little bit, but it's not too bad. But I'm just really sore from yesterday. <laughs> And then my grandparents, who were here over the weekend, um, had Sammy and I move a couple things. And yeah, they, they were storing stuff in our basement. And uh, we were moving their headboard for their bed, which is a
2: pretty... Big old wooden piece. Wooden
0: yeah. ...thing. And yeah. It has the legs, which have, like, corners on it and everything, in those... That same corner hit me twice in the leg in the same spot, and so it's really hurting right now. <laughs> so yeah. I let's
2: just chop your leg off. Like, did you fall down at all on roller skating?
0: Um, once, I think I fell down once on purpose, but then they were playing a game where you like they would say wipeout, and everyone had to like drop to the floor as fast. So you
2: fell end. down a little bit during
0: that? Uh, a lot.
2: I, my, I've got serious bruises on my knees, and then I found out oh, it's like a tuck and roll thing. You got to roll when yeah. you drop. Well, you learned now. Mm-hmm. I've got a friend of mine on Facebook that got some uh, drywall hanging stilts out. You know, like, these guys, like, people that hang drywall, he's a he's a home contractor, and he um, got out on, like, three-foot stilts, which are like the stilts that, like, the Chewbacca cosplayers use. Right, right. And stuff like that. These, like, that are strapped to their legs and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And he was playing around on them last night, no. and he <laughs> fell on his tailbone and literally chipped a bone in his oh. tailbone. Oh. And then I'm pretty sure J.G.'s got a story to tell in Blue Saber uh, from Blue Saber Podcast when he talks about hot takes a little bit. We'll ask him about we're that. we just all falling apart. We're all just uh, falling apart, but we're going to get back to normal. Grand, uh, me, Mom, Papa, grandma, your grandparents, they went uh, uh, down to Pueblo to visit uh, your Papa's brother mm-hmm. um, for a few more days, and then uh, this weekend is when your best friend Tristan will come mm-hmm. out, so we'll be recording with him next week. Um, so life's a little bit normal for the next three or four. Four days and then it'll turn into chaos again. Uh, so that's uh, uh, we can that's never, how we uh go. this madness we'll
0: see in the Jesse well, family. I mean, me you know, and Papa are I mean they make our life a little bit more exciting. Mm-hmm. They do make life that's exciting. A very good choice of words. They don't make
2: it worse, I wouldn't No, say it's maybe. just different. It's just like it's, we're we're it's, very routine driven. Mm-hmm. And so when people uh, insert themselves into our routine, it tends to stress us out. So Yeah,
0: like one day I
2: wake up and and Mima's sitting in my seat. Oh, and yeah, that that that's me. my seat. That bugs me. That's okay. Papa took over my seat for the entire time he was here. Yeah, then mom yeah. took over my seat. Yeah, so anyway, for the it. next that's few the week nights, me the we get our chairs back. Okay, uh, finished Master and Apprentice this week. Oh, okay. yeah? Uh, loved it. Master and Apprentice. Loved. It says it Master and apprentice on, on our notes. That's not a real Wouldn't word. Wouldn't that be a Master? Hey, master and apprentice Yeah, I guess It'd it could be. Master be Master and Master. Yeah, it could be. Anyway, I loved it. Um, I'm desperate to watch uh, The Phantom Menace um, as a result of it. Um, I think that the, right. the relationship between Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi takes on a completely new dimension um, because of Master and Apprentice. The reason that Obi-Wan hates flying is explained? Is Clearly laid out, it was bugging me like crazy yeah, you're in this about that book. In like, yeah. why is that the case? Because he loves flying at the beginning of this book. He talks about wanting to fly all the time, he loves piloting, is an amazing pilot. And then I'm like, why doesn't he like flying? Well, you find out, uh, it's actually kind of humorous, well, yeah, um, I mean, but I, I will say, sp- is it like the um, uh, Nick Fury's eye patch? Uh, and Captain well, Marvel. the cat scratch thing, yeah. Captain Mar. Not quite. I mean, there's a legitimate reason uh, um, oh. why he hates flying, um, but yeah. it's got some humor. It, it, some it is funny um, okay. in the way that it plays out. But really, man, the rela- gon Jin, his relationship with the Jedi Council, his relationship with Obi Wan, um, the idea, the understanding of the prophecies. And how Qui Gon, why he's all in on prophecy when we get to the Phantom Menace, is completely laid out. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff from Dooku Jedi Lost ties in. You know, I've heard, you know, Claudia Gray and uh, Kevin Scott worked together and wrote these stories uh, alongside each other and were communicating really extensively in the writing of both of these stories Um, intentionally. um, A lot of that plays in. You've got Rail Averroes, who's a central character in this, like he's one of the primary characters. In Master and Apprentice. He's obviously got a part in the other. It's really, really. Prophecy, which plays in both of, nice. of those, is, is big. I highly recommend Master and Apprentice. And in a few days, you'll be able to go ahead and go to our, our audible.com page and, and uh, subscribe to Audible uh, for a free trial. And uh, we'll get a little kickback and it will change anything for you if you want to listen to it. So uh, we'll, we'll let you guys know about that when that comes out. But that mm-hmm. should be in the next few days. So Maybe got- even by the time this episode goes live. So You've you got Audible and Pozu? And Pozu and Lego and we got, like, Amazon. We and Huh? We have Delray yet. Nah, we're just doing Amazon for that. So, <laughs> um, All right. Um, well, I guess that's going to pretty much do it. Let's go ahead and uh, jump in and talk about this. It shouldn't take long, but this week's podcast Ball of the Week. Are you brainless? I never ask that question until after I've done it. <laughs> what? Alright, since we are in, in a short uh, week for us, as far as recording goes, um, we didn't really have any comments on our podcast poll of the week, so we'll just talk about the results as they are tonight. May update that a little bit later. I was like, that's why there's so few votes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> After the Vanity Fair the Rise of Skywalker issue, what's your excitement level for episode 9? Pretty one-sided um, it result. It also almost follows the rule It almost follows the rule. No, well, not really. I mean, some are no change. The, va- the second place is no change. They're about the same as where they were before. But the, not saying that they didn't like they didn't. They could to, still be. They could have been excited for the rise of Skywalker. Well, you were almost no change, and I was right? no change. Oh okay. yeah, I said that. Uh, some said lower. Four percent said lower. I don't know Someone, why. Like two people. I need to. <laughs> I really need to go and get that sound effect. I want to go home and rethink my life. I need to. We, get that we had we that, that sound effect. You we know? We just need a giant soundboard I do. over I here. Do. And, and I have like 50 buttons on it. <laughs> and if you want to become a Patreon supporter, <laughs> right. you can go to patreon.com slash tattooing sons and pay for us to get a new mixing board for that. No, anyway. And, and I would control the mic. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just yeah. talking something with like a bunch like of buttons. <laughs> buttons that we could press with sound effects. I'd love to do that. So. Um, <laughs> There we go. Uh, 83% said higher. They're more excited about The Rise of Skywalker. I agree. That's fair. So, uh, any change or any more thoughts on The Rise of Skywalker? So, if you go back and listen to that episode if you want, um, we'll we'll link to it in the show notes here. I mean, I was already pretty excited. So, I mean,
0: I don't think it really... Hyped me up anymore? I think it just gave me more information. Okay.
2: Um, so I, I, I guess I'd be in the no change category. Okay. You that's changed from last week's episode though because you were like slightly higher. Yeah. What you said. No, I've me. decided I'm, I'm <laughs> about neutral. But I mean,
0: i not to say I'm not excited for it. I'm super pumped for it. I'm just not any more excited. Because okay. Of it. Fair enough. And what about you, BB Nate? Any news about the rise of Skywalker is good news, and so I, I'm higher like last week. I didn't want to change my vote or anything. <laughs>
2: so. Okay. Cool. Is that passive aggressive? That a little bit? <laughs> no, no. All no, right. No. Well, um, enough said about the podcast poll. Let's go and talk with JG and find out why uh, he spent a couple a night ago, uh, a couple nights ago. He spent almost all night in the ER. All right. Well, we got JG on here. I teased it a little bit in the last segment, but JG, you got to tell our listeners um, what happened to you this weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh It's it's been a week uh, weekend for sure I came home from LA and uh, um, which I
2: know what he was in at LA for I can't say it but it's really cool (laughs) all right
1: yes very cool hopefully one day um, you guys can all know it's really exciting Um, uh, but I came home went to work because unfortunately there is also real life and um, (laughs) you know sometimes things happen and you slip on grease um, and you pull a tendon so I'm wobbly, just like BB Nate, and <laughs> yeah, we're all like little BB eights now, wobbling around.
2: Oh my gosh, that's not good. Oh, sorry. It <laughs> better.
1: So, did your show drop today? I haven't had a chance to check it out. Did Your show drop this weekend? Um, it did not, but it is in the. It's like in the process of actually like rendering and going nice. through. All that. Oh, perfect. All yes.
2: Right, good. Good. It's hard when you're traveling all over the country and then hurting yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. And yes. computer
1: breaks down the week before.
2: So and well, we can't wait to hear about your thoughts on Star Wars Celebration.
1: Oh, yes. I can't <laughs> wait. It's, it's, I went through all the stuff again and it was just like really just great memories. Really awesome. good memories. People are gonna love it. All right.
2: All right. Well I'm gonna turn it over to
1: you. All right. Was the rise and formation of the Sith due to the Jedi itself? Could a weapon first seen in Solo connect to the Rise of Skywalker? And the comic Galaxy's Edge issue 2 reveals some interesting insights on a Jedi Master, a bounty hunter, and a powerful mysterious relic. It's time for hot takes. This is where the fun begins.
0: Well, you want the bad news or the really bad news?
2: Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong.
1: Did the Jedi create their adversary, the Sith? Mansor M. from ScreenWrite.com write a very interesting theory. A story that was once considered canon, but then later relegated to Star Wars Legends, was the tale of the 100-year darkness and the unidentified rogue Jedi that turned on the Jedi Order to study the dark side of the Force. Now, in canon, in the 2015 comic Star Wars 9, Showdown on Smuggler's Moon Part 2, in which a holocron containing the teachings of Master Finla Woe says, Once we were brothers in the Force, but from the hundred-year darkness were born the Sith. Hmm. Now, in The Last Jedi, Luke reveals this as part of his teachings to Rey on Ah Octo. Lesson two, now that they're extinct, the Jedi are romanticized, defied. But if you strip away the myth and look at their deeds, from the birth of the Sith to the fall of the Republic, the legacy of the Jedi is failure. Hypocrisy. Do you think that the failures of the Jedi are actually the cause for the formation of the Sith? Or were they a presence beginning without the influence of the Jedi?
0: I mean, personally, I kind of like the idea of the Sith rising out of the Jedi. I mean because we know that the Jedi were pretty messed up they they weren't doing things right and I mean they pushed multiple Jedi to the dark side, you know, notwithstanding Anakin <laughs> like right um, so it wouldn't surprise me if during its early stages, a group of Jedi decided, no, we're gonna try this thing out for ourselves. Um, and it kind of seems like a Civil War sort of um, feel. I'd like to have a story of that. Um, that'd be pretty interesting to see. But no, I like the idea of the Sith rising out of the Jedi. Uh, I think that the Jedi definitely caused it. Even Yoda kind of admitted that about Anakin being turning to the dark side at the end of Episode 3. I think that... We're really getting more of the experiences of the Jedi Council in um, non-no movies. We're talking about Master and Apprentice and yeah. Dooku Jedi mm-hmm. Loss, and we're talking more about the Jedi Council in those books than anything else. And so, the fallout of Dooku, I think, he would have puts it on himself for that, and well, he puts it on the Council. I mean, the Council is pretty messed up. Yes, and just a lot of things in. The council was very wrong. So I think,
2: yes, the Sith did. They rose out of the Jedi from your mm-hmm. perspective. I think it's interesting. It reminds me of the mantra um, that Dooku mm-hmm. um, was taught by Lean, uh, Kastana Castana in Dooku Jedi Lost and how she talks about this this binding ritual where they would wrap their arm with the, the sayings from the Jedi or the the ancient saying and and repeat it about the balance mm-hmm. um, I think that uh gives us an indication as to which things were with the Jedi before this hundred year darkness and before this, you know, s- this civil war where the Jedi seemed to swing too far in an overreaction mm-hmm. um to what, th- what happened in that hundred years of darkness and the, and the civil war that you're referring to JJ. It seems like the Jedi overreact to it. Um And they, you know, they swing over to this side, non-attachment, um, uh you know they they they've got this this non-engagement sort of pacifist thing that's going and not and not even a pacifist thing more of um, like they become tools of the republic um during the, that period with the jedi council and it's basically they're just the uh uh, the police force for the chancellor is the way I've heard it described. Um, I think it was even in Mastered Apprentice that yeah. it starts to be described that way. Um, Qui-Gon's got some concerns with that. Rails got some concerns with that. Um, and so you've got this overreaction with the Jedi. And then on the other side, you've got the, the Sith that are just overreacting to the other side, which is interesting because that brings the force out of balance. Right. When you have this. And so what I have a feeling is that the, the early Jedi that we haven't really gotten many of the stories from probably found much more of a balance between the light and the dark. Um, and they didn't see it as being the light meant good and the dark meant evil, which I think we've talked about in some mm-hmm. previous episodes. But really it's just, you know, there, there is day and there is night. There is, You know, there is light, there is dark, there is, you know, there is happiness and there is sorrow, and neither one of those are bad. You have to, you have to have both. Right. Yeah. You know, you can't appreciate the dark, the light, unless you've experienced darkness. You can't appreciate happiness Mm. if you've never experienced sorrow. Mm. And so there's a depth that comes from the balance from it. And I think that if, if anything can be said about the Jedi based on this theory that's out there, um, that Screen Rant put out is that, um, the uh, the Sith rose out of the out of the uh, the imbalancing of the force and what they're trying to talk a lot about especially in uh, you know some of these recent books uh, Last Jedi talked a lot about it I have a feeling we're going to see that in the Rise of Skywalker is the force being brought into balance as well so we'll
1: have to see indeed it's very interesting could a weapon first seen in a solo connect to the rise of skywalker andrew dice of screen rant yet again wrote as anyone can see in the image above and in the article there's an image but it says one of the knights of Ren set to apparently appear for more than a single scene in the rise of skywalker is wielding a battle axe and nearly identical to the one that's found in Dryden Foss's collection. The Knights of Ren wield the weapons they do for a reason, but more importantly, a large battle axe is like the one above appeared in this knight's hand during Rey's Force vision in The Force Awakens, filmed long before Solo. Even if that was a case of, quote-unquote, repurposing a prop, the Star Wars storytellers knew what they were setting in stone with official descriptions tying it to Ancient Mandalore. Is this the same weapon, or something extremely similar? And does it suggest that this Knight of Ren is a Mandalorian?
2: Wow! All right, Sam, you got to take this one. You're the Mandalorian fan.
1: Well, I love the idea that
0: uh, he would be a, uh, like a Mandalorian. I mean, that would be an amazing. So it's just it's suggesting that one of the Knights of Ren is the Mandalorian. Is that is what it... a Mandalorian? Okay, not necessarily the Mandalorian from the new TV. Series. No, it's just no, no, a no, Mandalorian. No. Uh, that would be interesting. I mean, it seems like the the Knights of Ren are just a hodgepodge like group of. Misfits or whatever. Um, I mean, we don't know hardly anything about the Knights of Ren. So, it kind of makes sense for there to be a Mandalorian of some sort in there. Um, as for if the weapon is the same that we saw in Solo, I don't know. I mean, it could be that um, they just mass-produced this one type of weapon and this guy like liked this version of a battle axe, you know, and he mm-hmm. just picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, or it just could be they were repurposing props because... Solo needed a prop so they put it in there and obviously the Knights of Ren the Knights of Ren have to use that because it was in the Force Awakens. So um, I think it's it makes more sense for it to just be a repurposing of a prop um, but I mean I guess we'll just have to wait to see if it's got any larger repercussions. What
2: do you think? bb I think it
0: is direct like he said it's directly tied to the man to not the Mandalorian but a Mandalorian because if you see in Solo he has these different themes of Right, artifacts and stuff, and, and he's
2: got a Sith holocron in there too. He does. So I mean, that uh, was one big Sith holocron. I don't think that was a Sith holocron. I think am pretty sure. Anyway,
0: and uh, the spot or the display, display. that the axe is with is
2: with Mandalorian. Yeah, right. And the ancient Mandalorian a um, uh, set of armor. It, right, it's, it I mean. has nothing to do with. Um, so, with but with the Mandalorian or Boba Fett or anything. No, no, that no, was no, the no. rumor for a while, but it's like I think they said, Pablo Hidalgo said and, uh, it's ancient. It was an ancient
0: yeah. uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, so I'm Boston. sure that this was a mass-produced weapon for maybe a war of maybe the war of Mandalore and the Clone Wars. Maybe mm-hmm. we see a few axes of the same there. That'd be cool. So we so I'm pretty sure that the Knights of One Night of Ren could be a Mandalorian. I mean it wouldn't really change anything. It's just he's a man-wired. I mean,
2: I'm sure the Knights of Ren are made up of multiple cultures and species, so I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I would say that it's one of two different things. It's either something that's just purely coincidental, right? and they had no intention of this being uh, turning into a big news story, and they're (laughs) sitting there in Lucasfilm scratching their heads wondering how this happened um, because they just repurposed some props. Or... You know, the conspiracy tinfoil hat part of me, um, <laughs> that wants everything to connect together, um, that has, has got, mine. no, we've got, I would love to see some way that, that, you know uh, the the acolytes of the Baya you mm-hmm. and that that come from aftermath, which you guys aren't familiar with. There's yeah, some, there's some believe some believe they were obsessed with Vader, they were obsessed with Sith relics, they were obsessed with this stuff in the aftermath novels. I kinda like um, in the and so now they've got Mandalorian armor potentially, they've got Mandalorian weapons, they've got Sith weapons and these types of things. They may not even be Force users. That's one of the big things that's being discussed right now yeah. in social media is that we don't see any of the other knights. Wren wielding lightsabers and anything yet or wearing lightsabers on their their belts. They're mm-hmm. wear they're using other weapons. So who are these knights of Wren? Um, what are they all about? Are they just like obsessed with the ancient? Um, and and some of they're, those types. Um, they're um, LARP players. They're what? LARP. Live action sure. role player roleplay. Yeah, I've LARP it. players. Hold on. Hold on. I, I need to I need to this I don't have bad. I don't have the right one for that, so I have no idea what that way. is. It's just live like. action role play. It's, it's a joke. It's like people so, dress up as knights and pretend to do like old medieval. JG, models. you probably know all about what he's talking about right now, don't you? Yes, I do. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, no. I have no idea.
0: Okay. Um, that joke did not work. Um, well, I mean, it worked for the <laughs>
2: listeners because I'm sure a lot of you guys know what LARP, LARP. is. L A R P, live action role play. <laughs> LARP. Well, I've never done that. So I, sounds uh, like somebody's got gas and they just burp um, All right. <laughs> I didn't come up with the name. Okay, uh, but anyway, yeah, I think I, 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 we could we could walk out of the Rise of Skywalker on December uh, whatever it is twentieth or nineteenth or whatever it is that it comes out and be like, wow, we, that had nothing to do with anything, right? Or we could be going, see, I told you so. Um, I you Either know maybe enough. we'll find maybe we'll learn something more uh, in a future te- uh, teaser trailer or, or something else, but. So Um, so talking one second about the Rise of
0: Skywalker, people, there was a poll going around if the Rise of Skywalker is going to be three hours, um, like the answers that you could do is yes, no, no, but it should be. Okay. And a person in the comments was like, the one bad part about Avengers Endgame was that it
2: was three hours long. Because they didn't like how they long it like was? They didn't like how long it mm. was. It didn't feel mm. like three hours. I love that. And then that. literally right under that was... If they want to give me a three-hour Star Wars movie, I'll be fine with it. they
0: could give me a four-hour Star Wars movie, I'd be happy with Yeah, that.
2: like Return of the King. Four and a half and hours. Let's right go. After, Let's have
0: an intermission, baby. Give me two movies. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> then they had to reply to that comment and it says, well, it's five and a half hours on TBS.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's
1: <laughs> very true. All right. Uh, all righty. All right. And our final hot take of the night, which I think is actually probably one of the most interesting ones that I've been able to share with you guys, is coming from comic Galaxy's Edge number two. It reveals the fate of a Jedi Master's lightsaber and a mystery of a powerful relic thickens. And now, obviously, major plot, like, spoilers. um, (laughs) Definitely. So if you want to read it, please read it. But if not, let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. Go for it. All right. So to set up the story a little bit, this is the second issue. Setting up in the first issue, a group of relic hunters want Doc Ondor to find them a powerful weapon. We don't know what it is, but the characters in the story do know what it is. Doc Ondor refuses and denies them and basically kicks them out of his shop but they secretly plant a bug and later hear that he has changed his mind because he doesn't want whatever this weapon is to fall into the wrong hands. Doc is getting investigated by the First Order in this current issue where they find a lightsaber of a Jedi. He retells how he got Kia, Kia D. Mundi's lightsaber where Greedo was sent to Megiddo to bring a bounty to Jabba. He fails accidentally killing the bounty to find Kia Mundi's lightsaber and hopes that this is enough to save his life. Jabba's not pleased, though, and is about to feed him to his rancor, but Doc shows up and pays a heavy price for the lightsaber, and Greedo gets a second chance as he's set to find Hitler, Mos Isle, who owes Jabba a hefty debt. Back in present, though, Doc urges that... The, the relic must be moved And reveals that it is a Sith relic And once the First Order spies are off them It must be moved off of Batu. Do you think that Jabba was really Giving Greedo a second chance And what do you think this weapon and Sith Artifact is and will it play A key part in the Rise of Skywalker hmm.
0: Well They're really In the comics at least Touching on a lot of mysterious Force relics <laughs> Uh, like mm, last week, we were talking about Doc Lightsaber Gun, yeah, yeah Doctor Aphra
2: or Doctor Aphra, <laughs> yeah,
0: and then we're talking about a adi Mundi's lightsaber and a Sith relic. It's so it's
2: two different relics that they were talking about. He get he 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 get he has Kiadi Mundi's lightsaber and a Sith relic. Is is that what what happened there?
1: Correct. So okay. the first the first order comes in. They find Kamandi's lightsaber, and while this is all happening, he's also secretly in possession of something that's mysterious that we don't know what it is yet.
2: Hmm. Interesting. What do you think, Sam? I don't know. I mean,
1: I'm trying to figure
0: out whether it'd be something that we've seen in previous canon, or if it'd be a new object, um, like you know, a holocron, or
2: um, no, they wouldn't be the lightsaber. But I feel like that'd be too obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's not a Sith lightsaber. They, they wouldn't call the. They, you wouldn't talk about Kiadi Lundi's lightsaber and then call the Sith artifact, artifact a lightsaber. Yeah, no, I know. Or that's, a, light, a that's Sith why I lightsaber. I feel like, like the Holocaust would also be too obvious.
0: Um, they wouldn't well. keep that mysterious. Yeah, so. I feel like it's going to be. I don't think it's really going to make a huge impact on the Rise of Skywalker. Um, it may have an appearance or, or something like that, but I, I feel like. You bring in this massively powerful or crazy Sith artifact in on the comics and then try to um, integrate it into the Rise of Skywalker, it could get confusing. Um, am I interested as to what the object is? Absolutely. Now I want to read the next coming, <laughs> following issues. Uh, but I don't think it's going to have a major role in the Rise of Skywalker.
2: I'm just trying to figure out what happened to the. Uh, what about the droid attack, attack on the, on the Wookiees. Wookiees? Yeah. So. Uh, uh, ah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. It had. Yeah. I had to say it. So. Um, yeah. No. Um, I, I. You know, part of me. It looks at this as, yeah, Disney's just trying to add lore and story to what's going on in uh, Bat to try to p- get people to walk into their relic shop there and buy some stuff. Um, I'm gonna go there and buy stuff anyway. Which I do too. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I'm, I can't think of anything that it would be. This is it's really, it, 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 it does series. make me want to dig into this comic series though, because yeah. I haven't done that yet, so. Um, we'll They got gotten- me. Yep. It accomplished its goal. So, all right, buddy. All right. Well, you, uh, first of all, you uh, you stay safe. I know that there's a lot of storms going through your area. So stay safe. Yes. And then we'll be thinking about you on that. And to get better, uh, rest up that ankle. How long yep. is it going to be before the doctors think you're going to be back to normal?
1: Uh, at the very least 10 days, but it could be 14 to 21. Okay. Well, take it easy. Keep that boot on there. And yep. uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Talk to you guys next week. All right. Thanks.
2: Well, our friends over at Making Star Wars discussed a rumor about Ray's parentage on their Patreon-exclusive feed, and the gist of it was shared on Reddit, and then something unprecedented uh, took place. I got a bad feeling about this. Star Wars fandom agreed on something, and it's terrible. Uh, But as bad (laughs) as it is, it's plausible. So we're going to discuss it and the other leading theories about who Ray is next.
1: Rebellions are built on hope. If you live long enough, you see the same eyes in different people.
2: I find your lack of faith disturbing. All right. So I, uh, yesterday on Twitter, um, I started seeing this discussion about some spoiler and some rumor, and um, I generally try to avoid those. But then I kept seeing that Jason Ward was being brought into the conversation. And as we are... Members of the uh, Making Star Wars podcast network. It intrigued me. Um, someone mentioned a Reddit th- uh, thread, so I went over onto Reddit and I started looking at this, and I read it, and my face melted um, a little bit. Did um, you cry? This is madness. I was. Um, uh, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Um, so here's the here's so the. You let's didn't go. Didn't cry. I didn't cry. No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't generally cry um, at Star Wars stuff. But anyway. Um, but when the Skywalker saga is over, you'll probably cry. No, well, I maybe maybe teared up a little bit when Luke died, but that's about it. <sighs> um, although there's some it. that are suggesting he didn't die; he just teleported to another place. But anyway, let's talk about teleport that. Teleport now? Yeah, he can do that. He's doing that's what he's doing in the Force. Anyway, uh, here's the rumor. All right, um, just everybody. Okay, this is where we have to go. This is not, from my perspective, this is not a spoiler because I think that the chances. Of this being legitimately true. And I love you, Jason. And I love you guys over at Making Star Wars. But you guys, I've expressed my opinion enough to you guys about this to let you know. I think that this is barely more than a theory. Okay? Um, It's a theory that's based off of a rumor and the only reason it's getting the level of credibility that it's given is because Jason's history has been so credible. The first thing we have to understand is that this theory was never intended to be, hey, I'm publishing this on makingstarwars.net and this is from multiple sources and this is what's going to happen, like he does when he puts out an article on making Star Wars. That's not what this was. This was a conversation with him and the guys on his Patreon-exclusive feed... Right, they uh, were just throwing around ideas. ...where he was talking about, I heard this, and they theorized based on it, and it's blown up as a result. Having said that, we are talking about possible uh, theories regarding The Rise of Skywalker, and as a result... I'm going to go ahead and go with a a, a spoiler alert so that there's no question, um, in case this does turn out to be right... um, and I have my own moment where I, I curl up in the fetal position in a corner of the theater, sucking my thumb, crying, uh, because it is true. Um, if that does happen, um, we'll see. Okay, um, Ray, uh, this is the theory. You guys ready for this? Yes. All right. Hold mm-hmm. on. I got a bad feeling about this. Right. Ray is Han Solo's daughter. Now, but wait. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> There's more. Okay, because usually when you say Ray is Han Solo's daughter, the next thing people say is that means that it's Ray and Leia or Han and Leia's daughter. But no, that's Impressive. not the case. Every word in that sentence was wrong. She is not Leia Organa's daughter, and therefore you not, not, the, not. You are not the father. Right? <laughs> yeah, Maury Povich moment here. Therefore, not. A Skywalker. So the story goes this way: the theory or the rumor is that Ray, or excuse me, Leia and Han become estranged shortly after Return of the Jedi. After they get married, after Ben um, is born, Mm -hmm. they become estranged as Leia begins Jedi Force training with Luke. Right. Okay. Uh, When she does, she doesn't complete the training. She goes and returns back to Han, but apparently during this time when they're estranged, Han has a relationship of some sort with some other woman. We don't have any idea who it is. Kira. I will say that they are, that that Jason and, and the Mickey Star Wars guys were saying it is definitely not Zori Bliss. Is it is it not. Kira? I that's one of the theories that I could see being put out there. Okay, it has some type of a relationship. Um, while they're estranged. And then when Leia returns, Ben Solo knows about this relationship. Doesn't necessarily know about Ray, but knows about it. And he begins acting out as a result Definitely. of this. Um And that's when he is sent by Leia and Han to train with Luke. Like, this is the way for them to get... It's like a boarding school. Like, we can't control... <laughs> A ben anymore we need to work on us so we're going to send him off to his crazy uncle that's a that's a religious zealot okay and that's why Han yes. Solo thinks that it was his fault it could be alright interestingly story. enough you brought up Kira mm-hmm. you do know the original name of Ray in the sequel trilogy was it was Kira and they changed it. So, some name. people are going to say that that's a sign. I hope not. All right, We don't have Kira's last name. We don't. Okay. Uh, maybe she's Kira's a Skywalker. Ball. No, I don't know. Um, okay, so this is the first thing. And we're going to go through this theory and we're going to talk about it. Then we're going to talk about a couple other theories as well. So then what happens in the rest of the the conversation that they had on Mickey Star Wars was that Lando, who's possibly in the diner location scene in the Star Wars celebration photo, tells Finn and Poe something and they're floored. Okay. They, they He tells them some fact, some information. They're blown away. Finn and Poe are blown away by this. And Jason, from Making Star Wars, believes that this scene is related to the revelation that we just talked about. Okay. And this is how Finn and Poe find out, although Jason speculated that Ray finds out in a different way. Okay. Okay. Um, He then connects, Jason then connects this to how how he has been told a flashback of some sort would reveal something completely unexpected about a previous character, which I think we even talked about on a couple episodes ago Mm -hmm. um, with this. He connects this to the known previous rumors where Leia and Luke are discussing Force training, Jedi training, and how if she were to continue, this would have effects on the galaxy. He also mentions how all of the known books and canon with Star Wars now have emphasized that Han... Wasn't sure on uh, how to be a dad, so impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. I'm going to let you guys, but he,
0: speak into the theory. So he's saying that he thinks that, sort so saying he doesn't know how to be a
2: father. So he thinks he doesn't. He's know. just a mess. Right. So he doesn't he isn't a good father. Uh, he's he's failing at this. There's even they even went on to talk about the original uh, way we were going to get reintroduced to Han in The Force Awakens, that he was basically a drunk in a bar, um, which then he connects to Ben or Kylo Ren's. Your parents are, dar- are drunkards and, and he ties it all into this. Um, I think this theory is garbage, okay? I think that this is a disaster. No, I'll give my reasons why no, I mean I, I, I just do. I think it's I think it's um I and I don't think that making that Jason and making Star Wars were intending this to be this is information that they got that was no, a leak. i I think it was a theory that they were discussing. And it was one of those types of things you discuss with your friends. Right. Not something that you put out for public consumption. But it got put out for public consumption. Right. So I think that Jason has said since then that this is just a, th- a rumor, that it hasn't been corroborated by multiple sources. And he isn't sure if it's true. So that's the way that this thing is. But I want to get you guys' feelings I mean, on this. I'm going to have you go first, BB-Nate. So... You don't think that Hansel has enough of a
0: heart, or has enough care, or anything like that, to just put Ray on a planet and let her be a slave? He, that does seem. Well, he may not have come. known
2: about the child.
0: He may have left before um, the woman knew she was pregnant. You know, and then she wrote, uh, raised the child, and he may have found
2: home. that later on. Right, but uh, if there was a child, but not maybe know where she's at, or right. or anything like that. It's possible. I mean, that's the only way I could think this could work because, because as much as Han may be a screw up, he's not. We learn in Solo he's got a heart of gold, Mm -hmm. right? And his loyalty moments in in all of the original trilogy and his loyalty moments in Solo indicate that loyalty is a big deal Mm -hmm. for him. And so he's not. um, He's not not dumping her intentionally no. on
0: Jack. I, 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 I never thought that was the case. I had always thought that he just didn't know about the child till way later on after the woman had gotten rid of her and didn't know where she was at the time or something like that. And maybe that's how Zori Bliss comes into play. You know, the the other woman hires Zori Bliss to dump Ray or something. Um, and that's how Han fights or, or, you know, um, that's how Zori Bliss comes into play with that theory we talked about last week. Um, but I would never think he drop purposely drop her off or knowingly drop her off. Um, but I feel like that's why he's so. I I kind of I like and don't like the idea. I don't like the idea of Han sleeping around. Uh, but then again, it's Han. Um, um, but then, again, but it's I like going the idea of how he um, takes in Ray so much afterward. You know, he's like, you know, I'm thinking about. Um, Putting together, uh, you know, adding on more crew and stuff, you know, being really um, gracious to Ray, um, and I, and I, I, I kind of like I said, I like it and I don't like it.
2: What do you? you I know you said you don't like the idea of Han dropping no, him off or off on and the planet, but what else about the theory in general? It also goes with the loyalty part. He's super loyal. Why would he?
0: sleep around with other women that's when sure. he's with leia yeah it doesn't fit it doesn't f- star wars no yeah and okay again if he found out about the child you don't think he would threaten that woman to tell her well she may not have known where ray was well she hired somebody to drop her, In your drop her theory, off yeah. wherever
2: yeah no i don't that. think i i think that, that see this is where it, start. it starts it's on the surface When you read the theory as I read it, there seems to be some plausibility to it. Mm -hmm. But then as you begin to start pulling on some of the threads, it falls apart very quickly. And now I'll, I'll come back to some more reasons in a minute. But what do you guys think? I sent some photos to you guys today. There's a photo from A New Hope, the special edition, mm-hmm. when Han is confronting um, Jabba the Hutt when he's getting the uh, – he, or he's being confronted by Jabba the Hutt in right. Moss Eisley in the special edition. There's obviously the big moment. Um, I think it's on Savarine um, mm-hmm. in Solo, a Star Wars story that looks like the showdown moment. Yeah, he's, he's got his hand by the holes. And then there's the moment in the Rise of Skywalker trailer where you see – uh, Ray holding the lightsaber by her side her holsters gun. on the side all three shots are almost identical the first two are Han the last one is Ray some would suggest that they're te- they're setting us up visually for her to be connected to Han what are your thoughts on that BB day
0: I think that that might just be a camera angle that might touch back to a new hope. Or camera angle that might touch back to Solo or something like that. I don't think it has anything really. I think yeah, I, I think it's just a, a camera, camera looking camera angle. You know, like that's it's the classic, Western showdown. That's classic what I was gonna say. Thing. It's just a classic uh, image that we've and seen before. All of those have been on a deserty planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, it, and the the that camera angle just shows that this character is ready for something to happen. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean oh she's related to Han. You know. Uh, I just think it's a storytelling
2: um, tool. All right. So here's one. Uh, First of all, um, can you imagine, in my opinion, a way to more spit on the legacy of our our original trilogy characters than for this to be the case? Mm. You're spitting on Han Solo, who they've already killed off. Right. You're spitting on Carrie Fisher. Because she's Princess Leia, I don't think that that this story supposedly played itself out from the very beginning. My understanding is whatever that going back to the Force Awakens, JJ told Ray, told Daisy Ridley. JJ told Daisy Ridley what her her family lineage story was going to be, and that it's not being retconned in this movie. That it that Ryan. Played, played along with it in the, in the last Jedi. And that JJ, while there's more to it, he said there's more to it than that. We don't, it, I don't think it's all of a sudden she becomes Han's daughter. Yeah. Um, with it, I think that falls apart. I think it, dis- it, it dishonors the legacy of Carrie Fisher and Princess Leia. It violates sort of the, the basic moral foundation that has existed within the Star Wars universe. Um, I think it's a, mis- a, to- a total disaster. If they think that the reaction to The Last Jedi was intense, it's a friggin' Sunday school picnic compared to the reaction that they would get if on December 20th people are walking out of the theater and this has happened. And I think that they are terrified of that being the case. Doing something so unbelievably controversial would be suicide to this franchise. Um, and I think that that's a mistake. Yeah. Having said that, I don't think we have to worry about that because we see in Bloodlines... Or excuse me, bloodline. It's not bloodlines. I always do that. I want to correct myself. In the novel, bloodline, Han and Leia are together. They're completely in love. So whatever happened between them, but uh, happened between bloodline and the Force Awakens. It, That's when they split up. It
0: happened probably after Kylo turned to the dark side.
2: That's almost essentially what, it, what what's alluded to in the Force Awakens. So. I am under the impression that this isn't the case. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. Okay, so if that's not the case, then what possibly could be some potential candidates for this? We talked about this a little bit on the show. Um, Let's throw out the other two biggest contenders. Okay, actually three. Uh, biggest contenders okay the next one we talked about this in um indeed we're letting anthony Bresnikin talk about it most uh we didn't talk a lot on that episode because he was doing such a great job telling about his theory and his stories yeah, we, and just, we just sat back and let him talk because when you've got anthony Bresnikin telling stories on your show about star wars and his thoughts you just shut up and let him talk um so you can go back and listen to the anthony Bresnikin interview it's a few episodes ago but let's talk about this idea of her being a clone uh, but I've heard lots of different ways that this theory has been presented. They all seem to follow the same trajectory. So I'm taking this from uh, Generation Tech on YouTube, their, uh, their theory. Oh, I'm a Generation Tech uh, and, you know, he, He's not a big uh, The Last Jedi fan. Uh, he's pretty vocal about that. But I don't see him as being too toxic. No. And, and so I think his theory, uh, he communicates his theory very, very well. So let's go through and talk about that. The theory compares Rey's experience in the Force Cave on ahch Two in The Last Jedi, to Starkiller's, or Galen Merrick's, um, vision in the Force Unleashed 2 game. Now, let's be clear. The Force Unleashed 2 is not canon. The Force Unleashed is a case. Right. Well, yeah. None of the Force Lee stuff right. is, but sad. the the reality is, it's something that's happened in the Star Wars universe that they may they do this all the time. They may pull from legends to bring ideas in, and so that's what's being talked about here. This is how it would, would work in. Star Wars canon and they use Force Unleashed 2 as the example of how it could work okay in the Force Unleashed 2 game we see Starkiller meet with Yoda on Dagobah and Yoda tells him that we will see that he will see only what he takes with him or he wants to see when he goes into the Force cave this is the same Force cave that we see in the Empire Strikes Back okay okay, with Luke he also tells this same thing to Luke in Empire Strikes Back so Starkiller goes into the cave he's looking for who he is And he sees multiple versions of himself and learns that he is a clone of Galen Merrick from The Force Unleashed story okay he realizes that these clones that are attacking him assaulting him are actually just a distraction from what he is really searching for which is juno eclipse his love interest in the story um and so he's he's facing he's a clone of this jedi and that's what he sees in that cave does that make sense yes yes okay so now we fast forward to luke he goes into that same cave he brings fear with him only to see what he fears most and his destiny which is facing Darth Vader right okay and I think that there's an element there that we don't get talked talk about as much the possibility that he could become Vader because um, remember the mask yeah. uh, is destroyed and it's him so I think that there's there's this whole father son uh, the, the sins of the father thing that you talked about last week Samuel uh-huh. that could be playing in uh, to that vision as well now we fast forward to Rey and this is canon obviously just like the Luke in, right. in, in, in Empire Strikes Back she enters a similar cave and she it, the cave is an evil presence right because remember um, yeah. the one on Dagobah yeah strong strong on the dark side exactly well and then Luke says during the first lesson you went straight to the darkness mm-hmm. when she went uh, you know she was going in. right she was seeing the island yeah exactly Yeah. Um, with that um, she enters looking for answers about her origins and her frustrations she tells the mirror um, or her vision in the mirror shows multiple endless versions of herself so she mm-hmm. remember you got the whole snapping thing Right. Um, that's going on and all that kind of stuff that happens in that. That was pretty cool. I did that myself. I'm trying to see if I could reduplicate it. Anyway. Um, she sees the, the, you know, the vision, visions of herself and she tells the mirror. Remember, she's up against the mirror and she says, show them to me. And does she even say show me my parents? Yeah, no, she says that. Uh, I think, yeah. I think she yes. even says, show me my parents. Mm-hmm. Right? And we see these figures walking to her. And at first, you kind of think it may be Han and Leia. Well, it's... yes. Yeah, it looks like their are silhouettes. Yeah, yeah. no. And then it becomes one figure, and it kind of looks like Luke. Uh-huh. Like, she's seeing what she wants to see. hmm And then she sees... Herself. Herself. Yeah. Okay? So, she goes into the cave looking for who she was, um, but she ends up seeing herself, or seeing Ray. So the theory is she's seeing herself because she's a clone. She's a clone of herself or that she's been, cl- um, that there could be multiple rays out there or that she has no parents because she's a clone. Um, or she's a body with someone else's D- DNA, solar or medicorians or whatever. Uh, so with that being said, you know, the, their questions are things, could she be, uh, could there be a bunch of different rays? Is she a weapon of the first order? Could the first order be making clones using someone's DNA to create the ultimate weapon, which is sort of down the line of what, um Um, Anthony Bresica talks about. Maybe the Emperor has put together this cloning of multiple different Jedi and Sith to try to make the ultimate Force user um, with it. Is she a clone of Anakin uh, created by Palpatine? Could she be a clone of Luke or whatever? Um, What are your thoughts? I'm going to start with you, BB-Nate. This one I
0: don't think has as many as much information as the first theory that we were talking about. I think it doesn't have as much detail. Well, it's strictly a theory, though. Yes. Just like when Anthony Bresnikin talks about it. Exactly. I just don't think it has as much details or... I mean, it has a lot of thought put into it. We've talked about this before, but I just don't think it has a lot to do with it, anything. So I think there's not as many plot holes that you can pull on strings here. Okay, I really can't think of any that I could pull on strings. I mean, it's just strictly like. You
2: so, said. would you like the idea yes. of Ray being a clone? And 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 if so, what is she a clone of? I really don't know what she could be a clone of. Uh,
0: don't know who it could be from. I wouldn't say Palpatine because that wouldn't really make sense. I mean, that may get interesting with Palpatine being in Episode Nine. That would make a really interesting confrontation. Excuse me, um, hmm. I just I, I can't think of anybody who it would be
2: from specifically, except for, except for Luke's hand. Yeah, so that's one of the, the elements that's been around this theory since the very beginning. You know, you go back to The Force Awakens. Uh, the original uh, plot details that were leaked out about that was that the opening sequence um, is you see Luke's hand floating through space with the lightsaber on it. We don't know whatever happened to Luke's hand. We do know that Maz has the lightsaber. She talks about it in The Force Awakens when Han asks her where she got it. She says it's a good question for another time. Uh, Take it. She tells him to take it. But uh, so there's a story behind how she got that lightsaber. It could have something to do with that hand. Um, We don't know. But the idea is somebodys you know, the Emperor or uh, Vader um, after the Cloud City confrontation and Empire Strikes Back, they they recover the hand and the lightsaber and um, they're using it to clone Luke. Uh, from this, uh, I don't think it can be, you know, some people have suggested that the um, emperor had taken DNA from Anakin, um, or Darth Vader, um, and turned and began to clone him. It could be he has cloned DNA from Anakin. It could be he has cloned DNA from, uh, Luke. And potentially others. Maybe Ray is a clone of of a couple of different. I just don't understand why she's a, uh, a woman then, because the logistics the logic of of cloning would suggest that she'd have to be male um, if she was cloned from male DNA. Well, um, I mean, I imagine you can alter, manipulate that, reasons. or something like that. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean, I'd never this this theory never really sat with me. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure why. It just it never feels right. It feels like. If you can just clone Force-sensitives, why wasn't this done before? Why couldn't they just have a massive Jedi or Sith army? Like, that's what happens in the Old Republic. There is No, but they're not clones, though. No. They're just lots of Sith and lots of Jedi for whatever reason. So, I, I, I just don't like the idea of being able to clone as many Force-sensitives as you want. It just it's never sit right with me.
2: Yeah, and I don't think that they're intending suggesting that you that they're cloning as many as they want. I think that this may have been one single experiment, like a now- prototype. Yeah, like they were in the process of trying to do this and potentially have failed multiple times mm. and she's the only success and they maybe don't even know about that. You know, if you want to go down the sort of the the speculation th- route with this, perhaps that's why Zori Bliss is told to dump her on this planet. Because people find, you know, somebody that's realizing the absolute absurdity of creating these clone Jedi armies why not kill her? or Sith armies, you know, I I don't know. Because if the Empire was afraid of her, why maybe not? Maybe it's not the Empire, you know? Maybe it's some individual that has compassion for her as she's growing up, you know, when you see her in the Jakku uh, force back vision, she's like five or six years old. Right. So, you know, maybe she's the caregiver. Maybe they were living up to three or four years old, and this caregiver is is realizing there's something special in this girl, and she's the only one that survives to this long, and she's thinking maybe she isn't going to survive much longer, but she needs to hire her from the uh, First Order. I mean, I'm just speculating, obviously. Yeah, no, I know. But with it, And that's why Zori Bliss is hired to draw her off on Jakku, um with that, that could be the potential. But if bet.
0: Zori Bliss is hired to drop Ray off, why did she say come back?
2: I don't know, maybe Zori was involved. I don't know, maybe, uh, you know, who knows? I, again, it's, I, it's, it, when I you get into like, these kinds of speculations, there's there's always going to be spots where you don't know what's going right. to happen. but so. I feel like this um,
0: theory, and, and you said this before, It's in. The, it won't feel right in the movie. It'll be like, hold on, let's sit down and talk about your backstory, because it feels like it would take that long to explain this theory, you know, because this is a pretty... Crazy end up theory.
2: Yeah, and there was a long time, you know, in the first two aftermath books came out by Chuck Wendig. There was a lot of speculation that that's what the Jakku observatory was that right. the Emperor and then you had have put to try and explain on that. right that had put on Jakku and that's why Jakku was or Ray was on Jakku. Um, but then we find out in the uh, Empire Empire's End, the final aftermath book, that that's not what it was about at all. And then we you have to connect that to the fact that it's it's obvious that Ray is being dropped off on Jakku. She's not being born on. Jak- Or that's what it seems to be. Uh, Maybe she was and The parents are leaving, but uh, that's the the way that is. Okay. So, so what do we think about the clone theory? I don't. It just doesn't sit right with me.
0: I. I don't know. I'm uh, like Sam said. It hasn't sit quite right with me. But I'd be okay
2: with it if it did happen. Okay. So with the Han theory, we're pretty much all in agreement that we don't think it's going to happen, and we wouldn't want it to happen. Mm, Yes. 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 Nobody can hear your head nod. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I would agree with you on that. What about this one? Are you, you bb Nate? you're okay with it if it happens, even though you don't think, you're not necessarily convinced it will?
0: I'm not convinced it will. I mean, I wouldn't particularly enjoy
2: it as well. Unless it was done, you know, it yeah, could it blow it your mind. Well. Yes. But you wouldn't be opposed to this one. No, I wouldn't. What about you? You don't think it's going to happen, Samuel Hutt, but would you be opposed to it if they did it right? <sighs> Again, I don't like the idea of being able to mass produce Force Okay, think. that's so, fair. No. Okay, I'm in the same way. I think that it could happen. I would be okay with it. I love the way that Anthony Bresnikin sold the story. And if it happens that way and it's sold the right way, I'm good with it. Um, but it's difficult to pull off. Yeah, and, and the only reason that I think it has a possibility is the vision in the forest cave, or, or that 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 where she is in the, when she has that vision. Yeah, that's the, only the multiple thing. rays. Um, and she sees that 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 part lends me to the believe there's a something strong. Yeah, You can't ignore that fact, which is you know. exactly. all right. The last one is that she's a Skywalker. I got a bad feeling about this. Not that kind of Skywalker. Yeah. Thing. So let's talk about this. I like this theory to some extent. And this actually plays into what the predominant theory is about the title, The Rise of Skywalker and the idea of. Ray taking that name which seems to be a really popular theory but it goes it has to tie into and I'm not this is why why I'm concerned about it cuz I think that it it ties too much into a book for it to work. Yeah. Okay, so it goes back to the throne alliances which is another reason why I didn't like the clone thing cuz you have to explain the observatory on Jakin. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so um, for, for us to understand that we're going to walk through a couple different pieces of the Thrawn Alliances book that came out about a year ago. Uh, the first one is this idea of double vision that Jedi have. They use this ex- as an explanation in this novel for how the Jedi can anticipate attacks and block them with their lightsabers and blaster bolts and all this kind of stuff you see this happening over and over again in the book with Anakin called Double Vision so it's a split second in which a Jedi sees both present reality and a future threat and so this glimpse of the future allows a Jedi to move their lightsaber in position to block a blaster bolt or to move with and this word that I got from this, uh, this screen rant again screen rant's like being highly featured uh, today in our show uh, from Screen Rant's article about this preternaturally I thought it was preternaturally preternaturally fast reflexes when facing a physical attack so basically they see both now and the future a few seconds down the road and exactly what's going to happen and they're able to react to it as a result which I love that explanation in the book I thought that was awesome as to how the Jedi were able to do that so okay so that double vision features prominently in the book and it plays into something that happens in the last Act. Of Thrawn alliances. So there's these, um, so, so you're seeing Vader and you're seeing Thrawn in the unknown regions facing this threat and not being able to navigate through hyperspace. The Grisk, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the only safe way for them to travel through the borders of the unknown regions is with someone who is force sensitive. And the Chiss have been using these force sensitive children, uh, for centuries to navigate through the hyperspace lanes in the unknown regions. Uh, just as a Jedi can predict an incoming blaster bolt, so a Force-sensitive can predict the imminent threat of a gravity mass that would be pulling, that's in the storyline, pulling these ships out of Hyperspace. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they predict that, and so just as a Jedi swats a blaster bolt aside using double vision, so a force-sensitive pilot can maneuver their vessel away from the danger. And so the ch- the chiss. This is where it gets really interesting. And you can't tell me that this is in there by accident. This has to be in there for a reason, right? Disney and Lucasfilm are not letting Timothy Zahn just willy nilly throw this word in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the chiss refer to a force user who can do this as a Skywalker, and I think we've talked a little bit about this on the show, but this not blew to this my extent. Mind, when I was reading the book, okay. I was uh. so when that happens, it's really funny because it prompts when or when Thrawn in the beginning. Because again, in in Thrawn Alliances, and if you haven't listened to that or read that book, you know it's been a year. So there's your sample spoiler. Okay, um, great book. Though. Yeah, it's going back in time to Anakin and Thrawn or Mithran Nerado. Mithran Naruto. Yeah, anyway, that guy. Uh, Thrawn. Um, Anakin and Thrawn in the Clone Wars era and Vader and Thrawn in the basically right, right, bef- uh, between season three and season four of Rebels, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're getting both stories happening along that. So in the Anakin storyline with the Clone Wars, uh, when, An- when Thrawn finds out Anakin's name, he reacts kind of humorously like yeah. he like he's 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 almost he he's almost taken back a little bit by the fact that Anakin's last name is Skywalker because this name means something to him
0: may i just make like a yeah total side note but not really we were talking about how force sensitives are able to navigate the unknown regions right. using the force right thrawn is stuck with ezra a force sensitive in the unknown regions Do you think that's going
2: to have something to do with this? (laughs) Wow. I hadn't thought about that. (laughs) Thrawn is in the Unknown Regions with a Force-sensitive, and and he's already seen a Force-sensitive invader utilize the Force to navigate through the Unknown Regions hyperspace. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, total side note. I'm going to have to reach out to Timothy Zahn and Matt Martin and some others on Twitter at <laughs> Dave, um, Dave, 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 Dave. <laughs> Dave. All right. Uh, hey, Leland. Um, all right. So um, Where were- what, are, what are your thoughts on just the whole Skywalker thing from Thrawn?
0: Um, I absolutely loved that idea when I heard it, the, na- it, the it name, the name meant so, you knew
2: something had to be coming it, from it.
0: Yeah, no, it totally blew my mind when I read, when I read that in the book. Um, I loved it. And like you said, I did not think that that was, um, take it, uh, chosen lightly or, or allowed to do lightly. Um, yeah, cause that's got some serious repercussions.
2: And so you read the book on your own, BB mm-hmm. Nate, you and I listened to this yes. book while we were driving on a long through th- four day road trip. I know what our reaction was. <laughs> we we stopped pause it, books. paused it, freaked out for about five minutes, screaming and yelling, trying to figure out what that meant, rewound it, and listened to it again um, <laughs> once we found out what that meant. I kind of had to reread it. Though. Yeah. And okay. so what are your thoughts on this? Is Do you think it's there intentionally or do you think it's just oh. sort of, a, a, sort of an, a little throwaway for the people that read the books to have a little bit of fun with?
0: Oh, it has to do something. Definitely. Timothy's on... I, His books always mean something. And it's just... I don't think... He's a great writer. He's written so many books. I don't think that he's... I think he's smart enough to just... Not to just throw in a word that's the... The whole saga is based off of that one last name.
2: Just be like, okay, I'm just gonna, and Lucasfilm be like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That's not Lucasfilm or Timothy's on. So I think, uh, I think it has to do something more. (sighs) I feel like movie wise, though, it's getting difficult to explain. Again, it's getting into this. The the only way you can really explain this is if Anakin explains it somehow because he knows about it now, or you bring (laughs) back Thrawn. (laughs) Which I'm not against that because you know now we know how we can get through the unknown regions because my amazing theory.
2: Um, But what if they bring Thrawn and Ezra into this storyline? That's what I'm saying. Whoa! I know. Then so Ahsoka's there. No. Uh, All right. (laughs) You're bringing
0: in too many characters. So let's keep this going. Let's keep the idea going with the Skywalker thing. Because go ahead, BB Nate. I'm. So you're saying it's getting way too complicated for them and to explain everything that's going on. and for people who know the real story of Throne Alliances and the real story of this, to not get too bored with them explaining it and being like, okay, we're
2: already here, we've already listened. To yeah, this. but no, I don't think it's that. I think it's the fact that it would get too complicated for the casual moviegoer. Is, right? Is what See,
0: we, Sammy and I, were a casual moviegoer to Detective Pikachu. We knew nothing. Yeah, about you guys Pokemon.
2: are not at all involved in. Pokemon and Pokemon. they explained
0: every Pokemon it perfectly in the perfect way. Without you guys loved it. Yeah, you no, know, we actually were able to follow it. Like they explained, oh, this Pokemon does this when it um, when this happens. You but know? it
2: didn't feel like it no. was. It was like Unnatural. over. Yeah. No,
0: but that was something simple. That was just a little ability, not uh, this massive action. Exactly. So if they explained these, yeah. like these chis children show up. They can explain that their fourth
2: forced to. Well, they did explain, and if we go to Batu, it's very possible that the chill children are there,
0: yes, exactly.
2: True. And they did explain the whole Mewtwo thing pretty well, very and quickly, well. but okay. it made sense anyway. So, well, this I, is I, not a you know, Pokemon I, podcast, no, no so. I know. I'm just saying, I'm just explaining right. how. So, let's see if this plays if this idea might be playing itself out in the original trilogy or in our movies, okay? Because you've got. There, I think it's really important for us to understand. Ben Solo is not called a Skywalker. General Leia Organa, Princess Leia, is not called a Skywalker. Mm -hmm. She's not called Skywalker. And everybody, you know, there's the, the, all this conversation. Ray is, or Kylo is a Skywalker. Ben Solo is a Skywalker. JJ Abrams said it. Yes, but his name is Ben Solo. Mm -hmm. And, or, or Princess Leia is not, she's never called Princess Leia Skywalker. She's Leia Organa. And even at this point, she's General, Organa. Right. She's not even called Solo. No. Exactly. And so there's two characters. There's three characters. But two primary characters in our Star Wars movies called Skywalker. Right? Anakin Skywalker and Luke Skywalker. Let's talk about Luke and see if we see that name playing into this the same way. Because you see in both A New Hope... And in Empire Strikes Back, the possibility that this term Skywalker, as it's used in Thrawn Alliances, applying to Luke. So in the Death Star scenes in A New Hope, Luke turn remember he turned, he's hearing from Obi-Wan and Obi- yeah. Obi-Wan's ghost, yeah. his voice, and he's hearing him turn, use the Force Luke, and he turns off his navigating com- computer as he's doing the Death Star run. And in a split second, the Luke does, doesn't know it. He's actually blending the use of the Force with piloting, mm-hmm. and he's becoming a true Skywalker mm-hmm. like this. Okay. Okay? And then in Empire Strikes Back, he go, they leave Hoth. He tells uh, R2 to, that he's going to turn off the autopilot. He's going to fly it himself, and he navigates, you know, potentially you could say he navigates to Dagobah without the hyperspace computer using... The Force, mm. getting drawn to the planet through the Force. Be, again, becoming a Skywalker, like this Chist definition of Skywalker. Right. What do you think about that whole idea, bb Nate? Uh, I just
0: had a memory. I don't know what it was from. I read something somewhere really recently in recent canon. Okay, so just tell us. I don't remember what it was from or what it was okay. for, but Ooh. it was. It may not have anything to do with it. But, but you could it was, tell it. So it was talking about I think Darth Vader and the Empire having being able to pull people out of hyperspace. Well, we knew that from yes, Rebels and Rebels, and I'm pretty sure that they said that they could track, but I'm not hundred percent sure if that was right.
2: Well, yeah, we have that in the Last Jedi. We have Force. We have that in Last Hyper Jedi. But it was in the Empire's time. Hmm. So I was. They were working on it, maybe. Working, maybe. What do you think about this idea of Luke being an actual Skywalker, using those same types of abilities that we hear about in Thrawn Alliances? Oh, it, it's
0: interesting how they don't talk about it really, but it links together so well. If
2: they, well, this is definitely a retcon. Because there was no way that they were thinking this when 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 no, they made a new not. hope in Empire race back, but it is an interesting tie-in. It is um, now what do you think about this idea? Um,
0: oh, I love I, I I love that idea. It makes the name literal, and I like literal naming. What with Solo and everything, um, but. It makes sense for the Death Star run. I have a – it feels more of a stretch with the dick about that on. because it seems like he's just like, oh, no, I like flying and I kind of want to do it myself. or Yeah. You know, it's like uh, if you had a Tesla and you, it wants to drive itself. Not that you don't know how to get to the thing. It's just you like driving. You right. Know? I I understand. Tesla's Tesla's apparently now have double vision, kind of. They can predict car crashes.
2: Okay, interesting. All right, Um, Um, they're skywalkers. And then again with Anakin, um, Ben Kenobi in A New Hope calls him um, the best star pilot in the galaxy. Uh, So he's known for his piloting. We see this with the pod race. We see this with a lot of different things where he's he's able to use the force to guide him. That's clearly how he functions in the pod race in Phantom Menace, right? Right. Using well, the have, force Oh, load. definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's and what... For, uh, for predicting re- reflexes. is exactly. talking about. Exactly. Um, and then again, of course, we know when Thrawn Alliances, he literally functions as a Skywalker. He right. does he exactly what the Thrawn want, says the Skywalkers do. Mm-hmm. And he's the Skywalker. So maybe that's the only tie-in that they were trying to do, but it seems like it's a stretch. And then I get this... Go ahead. Did you... No, you no, no, this? no. Okay. Uh, then I just... I, it hit me today... I just really want to know more about where Shmi Skywalker comes from. Why does she have this last name and where does she come from? Um, I She's not Chiss. We know that. No blue skin, no red eyes, no, you know, she pitch has black hair. Skin. No, she's none of that. <laughs> but it is interesting that among the Chiss, um, it's only a small number of children and they're all girls. Um, who are born with the sensitivity of the Force, and it weakens with age. So maybe she comes from some type of a background. It's the same type of thing uh, that happens there. Uh, but we don't know why Shmi's last name is Skywalker. And I feel like there's a reason that they inserted this in there. Do you guys agree or disagree? Hmm.
0: Like you said, I don't think they let Timothy's arm put this in there lightly. No. I feel like
2: this has something to go with it. As for Shmi... I don't know. Be an interesting way to tie the prequels all the way to the sequel trilogy. It's very if they true. find I mean, a way to talk about that.
0: I mean, and it yeah. is the rise of Skywalker. The whole movie is the Skywalker. The whole saga is the Skywalker saga.
2: I mean, I, I love the idea. Okay. So far. So then, plausibility. What do you guys think? Is this a plausible theory? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, most yes. I agree. It has some plausibility
0: to it. More. Most plausibility out of all these series. I think. This okay. One. Um, and
2: um, do you like it? Love
0: it. I would walk out of the movie
2: so happy with parent if Great. they find a way to pull Great. this off, which I don't know how they can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's um, pretty bold. But so that's the case. Now, what's really interesting think? is maybe she just takes that name yeah. because of her ability to pilot and because of her ability to I follow. If Shmi's got no, 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 no. Ray. Oh, Ray. Ray uh, takes that name. That's you mean. Um, as. She hears about the Skywalker children. She hears she knows about the legend of Anakin. She knows about the legend of Luke. And so at the end, she takes that name as sort of continuing that tradition um, as a Skywalker. Or maybe that's what the rise of Skywalker is talking about hmm. in this. That's a possibility. The last theory, which is the one that I think makes the most sense and is probably the most likely, uh, is that nobody theory it's what ryan johnson
0: said it's what kylo said but it's not what jj said but here's
2: the deal anakin each other and they said they wouldn't do that here's what i'll leave it anakin was a nobody from a desert planet who was swept up in a grand intergalactic adventure that became a legend right? right luke was a nobody from a desert planet who was swept up in a grand galactic intergalactic adventure who became a legend Their last names are both Skywalkers. Is it possible that Rey, a nobody from a desert planet who has been swept up in a grand intergalactic adventure and is becoming a legend, takes the name Skywalker as a result of that? That's what I think is the most likely to happen. What do you guys think?
0: Uh, It's not as much fun. It's not as much
2: fun. But it makes sense. And it has the least backstory that they have to communicate you already know the story of Anakin yeah. you already know the story of Luke you already know the story of but Ray. I don't think that they go with this why not
0: because J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson worked together mm-hmm. and you may be like that might be why that this theory is most plausible yeah he's a, she's yeah. a nobody right now but like you just said earlier in this podcast J.J. Abrams said that Ray's lineage had more to do with her just being a nobody
2: it's possible. We'll, we'll have to we'll maybe
0: have, that's their name. That's one of the more important
2: meanings. Yeah, we'll have to wait anyway. We'll know in December. Uh, that's it's, too far away. Yeah. We'll have to wait for them. Patience, young Padawan. Alright, so is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything else? So the previously announced third Star Wars C-
0: series on Disney Plus might be about Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh, man. So
2: uh, we got this covered reported this. What do you think about that? Um, I want it. You want I, it? I want it. I know you want it, but do you think it's going to happen? No. Or do you think it's just another one of the Boba Head rumors? Yeah, it's just another one of those what Do you think? No, I, I really want it to happen, like Sam. We need more. That stuff. or Kenobi? Which do you want? <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> Ken, Kenobi? Boba. Boba? Yeah, I figured that. Right?
0: <laughs> Go um, so, Marvel Comics uh, final issue for the Star Wars running series, issue 108, is coming out tomorrow from the day that we're recording this. So, Wednesday? So, so the 28th? Say, 20, no, today's the 28th. 29th. So, 29th. so it's coming out uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. So, is this the, I, an issue that you would want? Or is this just I don't like. Because we, we didn't follow it, the series, it it's never, not canon. Apparently, it never wrapped up in 107. Like, okay. Left it open for after for thirty three years, or deciding, oh yeah, let's finish it now. It's kind of interesting like George Lucas.
2: Kind yeah, of just decided to throw it in there at the end. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Carrie, yeah. Just, yeah. Where, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I? yeah, let's finish yeah. it up. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie Fisher's estate settles debts uh, for the late star as Billy Lord receives all future Star Wars royalties. Now, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. All that reminds me of is last week's uh, Anything Else, where we talked about how she said she hated Star Wars as a child and she loves it now. Yeah, now Makes it. perfect sense that she would love it now, right? <laughs> anyway, right? I guess that's it. Let's talk about this week's. Uh, yeah, I'm get, I, I got a big note right there. This week's podcast poll of the week. We, If Kylo Ren is lying, okay, so let's throw the nobody piece of it out. That we talked about at the end. But if Kylo Ren is lying, then what's up with Rey's parents? Uh, is she a Solo Skywalker, a clone, or other? Comment below. What do you the think? Skywalker we're talking about the Chiss. Yeah, yeah, by as well. We, or that, I mean, whoever answers the poll is going to answer what they think on that. But if they listen to our show, then they've got a, they have a different spin on Skywalker. What do you think mm-hmm. of those three? Which is the most plot uh, you want, want the most? Clone Solo Skywalker. I want it to be. She takes the Skywalker name.
0: Okay, I don't want it to be about all about the Force sensitive just children and her taking
2: the Skywalker name for her ability, her ability for piloting and like, that okay. So. Yeah, of those three, that's the one I'm happiest with. Although I'm okay with Anthony Bresnikan's clone theory uh, as yes, well. of course. Um, I guess that's going to do it for this week. Um, thank you so much uh, for listening, uh, for sharing this on social media, for uh, giving it a thumbs up on whatever you're watch- listening to it on, or if you're watching it on YouTube, subscribing and liking it and giving us some comments. That would be awesome. want to give a big shout out to all of our producers that make this show possible every single week. Um, our producers are Eric McGilvray. Uh, Ian Thompson and Emily Hoffman. Then we have our senior producers, Kate Disney-Lugers, Judith Jesse, and Roberto Moreno. And then, of course, our executive producer, J.G. Kars. Uh, make sure you're listening to the Blue Saber podcast uh, whenever he has a chance to get it uploaded. Because So it's rendering tell- right now. So it's it's literally be- rendering. By the time you hear this episode, it should be already out. Um, and if you don't listen to it, you're not a true Star Wars. If you don't listen to it, you're not a true Star Wars fan. I hope people know that we're joking about that. Right? I think they do. All right. Disclaimer, we are joking we're just making fun of people that say stuff like that, right? Yes. Okay. But, like, yep. we're not trying to. Please uh, consider sp- supporting family friendly Star Wars <laughs> podcasting and YouTube and social media and all that kind of stuff by going to patreon.com backslash Tatooine Sons. That's S O N S. We'd love for you to check out our website, TatooineSons.com. We've got lots of good stuff on there t shirts and mugs and stickers and uh, fun stuff on there. All of our back episodes as well um, are on there. You can find us on all the different social medias at Tatooine Sons, S O N S, except for snapchat because i don't have any idea how that thing works and uh please go to itunes give us reviews lots of them you, you can lots. create multiple logins for your itunes if you want and just give us 15 or 20 reviews make sure they're five star though. if they're as long as they're five stars otherwise don't do it or you can go to best buy and give us ratings like we did that one time you remember
0: that <laughs> can we like subscribe all the phones to our podcast <laughs> already <so we're> waiting
2: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, some people responded to the photos of us doing that and said, "Genius!" Yeah. <laughs> cool. um, I guess that's going to do it for this week. Is there anything else you guys want to say? May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you always. This party's over.
0: I like that, Wookie. Don't get technical with me.
2: Join, please. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: Tattooing Sun the Star Wars podcast, is not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or Disney, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The official Star Wars site is located at www.starwars.com. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders.